0: Hey guys, welcome to Digital Soup, a hilariously geeky podcast, bringing you the best geeky conversations each and every week. We're wishing you guys a very happy new year. Now this week, we are missing Jason yet again. It appears he had one too many sugar cookies and is suffering a peppermint hangover from Christmas, but never fear. Adam and I are here with some fun stories to wrap up the year and ring in 2019. Hit that music, maestro. Maestro.
1: Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Digital Soup, the only podcast ringing in the new year with sweet beatboxing. <laughs> this is Adam. And as usually Dave said at the top of the show, uh, once again, we're Jasonless. Yeah. Um, we're sorry, everybody. What we're going to do is we're going to have two Jasons on next time to make up for it. <laughs> twice the Jason <laughs> so, and twice the Crackers. So, what we'll do is we're going to record the show and then we're going to have him add an additional track and act as if he's on there. With yeah, like a mystery person. science theater style. Yep. It'll be pr- He'll narrate. <laughs> It'll be a commentary. It'll be awesome.
0: (laughs) It'll be like those old planet Earth type things where, wow, look at this. In his natural element, we see Adam making a joke about (laughs) editing out a bad thing he said.
1: (laughs) Edit that. Edit. Well, Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. You too. And uh, we want to wish a Happy New Year to the listeners, of course, because uh, this show is released on January 1st. It is 2019. Um, what are your predictions this year? Predictions? I predict, uh, pain, pain, suffering. <laughs> no, that's from uh, Rocky three <laughs> yeah. Any predictions for the fight pain. Yeah, that was Mr. Uh, T
0: Mr. T. Yep. I I put up a meme. Uh, I don't know what it was a week or so ago. It was, uh, Mr. T and he, it's a classic picture of him with his kind of fist and his rings facing the camera. Yep. And then the the picture under, underneath it, someone had kind of photoshopped it in, and it said Mister Infinity,
1: <laughs> and it had
0: the had the Infinity Stones and in, in his rings instead. It was pretty good. <laughs> that
1: would work. Still yeah. blingy. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. There was a I follow Bruce Lee's account on uh, Twitter. Sure, sure. And somebody made uh, they did a like a, a little photo of like a a toy Bruce Lee punching to- toy Thanos. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's awesome. I don't I don't know. I've got to see if I can find that yeah,
0: one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. The one that I saw circulating the rounds was just before Christmas, and it was uh, a Thanos action figure with Elf on the Shelf being so popular. I nice. had actually posted that one over to our, our Digital Soup Facebook page as well, and then I found a version of it later that I, I thought was even better, but I didn't want to pull the one down and redo it. But it had uh, Thanos standing there and then the little elf hat over a pile of uh, – it looked like coffee grounds or something, but dust basically, you know. And, <laughs> and then the second one I saw, it was the same thing, but instead of the coffee grounds, they had replaced it with like crushed candy canes, like, pe- you know, Peppermint candy canes.
1: And so the Elf on the Shelf didn't turn to
0: dust, he turned to candy canes. <laughs>
1: well, that makes sense. That yep, does make yep. sense. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf, but have you heard of Thanos on your pianos? <laughs> i was wondering where you're going with <laughs> i don't that. know i couldn't think of any furniture yeah that i've of. seen
0: some pretty funny ones that have you know dwight on a sprite yeah that one's good yeah there was <laughs> a uh what was the other one what was the name of the the ghost dog from uh ghostbusters Gr- ghoul gruel gruel on a stool gruel on a stool nice yeah there there was a few of them Although I found it weird, so many people were sharing these different ones and everyone prefaced it the same way, saying, all right, these memes are ridiculous and they really need to stop and go away, but this one I thought was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, other than this, only (laughs) the ones I like. Yeah, this one's good, but the rest of
0: them are crappy. So
1: (laughs) That's almost like what Netflix did with Marvel shows. But wait a minute. There's more. Disney may revive some canceled Marvel shows after all, because in an interview, the head of Disney Plus Said resurrecting the likes of Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage is a possibility. What? what? Did did somebody from this show call it?
0: Yeah, I think maybe, you know, and probably we're not the only ones, let's, say, oh, let's oh, be no. honest. Oh no, just, just us. Just us. We're the only ones that were right on this. But, yep. but yeah, I mean the, the thing is, I don't I don't think we'll see these shows with these particular actors and cast. Just essentially pick right up where they left off over on the Disney Plus service. I, I think probably more the direction you'll see is you'll see the characters get a show. I would suspect that what we're going to see is some sort of a um, a new what do they call it? Defenders for hire or uh, Heroes for hire was the storyline where you where you get all of them more in a in a um, ensemble cast type of uh-huh. thing. I could see them doing something more with Daredevil though. Cause he's a bigger character, Punisher probably as well, but Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones—they all are. Yeah, they're well known now because of the Netflix series, but they still aren't big names like you know what we think of with Marvel. Yeah. You know, yep. I I would love to see them though if they're going to the do JV this. squad. Yeah, they're 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 the local heroes. I'd love to see it where we kind of see the the defenders, uh, and I don't know that it'll ever happen because Sony's still a part of that. But where they they start. Bringing them in and Daredevil and and Punisher into the Spider-Man world, even though he's played in the big one, but he's still very much the local, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That would be kind of fun to see some of that. But you know, the big thing now, though, everyone's raving about. I haven't seen it yet. I really need to. But it's the uh, the Spider-Man movie that's in theaters right now, the Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Yeah, I've
1: heard good things. It looks interesting.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen. Well,
1: the trailer for it was
0: at the end of. Oh, geez, what movie was that at the end of that I watched? Marvel movie here recently. Uh, I can't remember. Um, Ant-Man, maybe?
1: Okay. The yeah, same- I mean, I, there's, I would probably never go to that in the theater.
0: Well, and I don't know that I would necessarily, I mean, possibly, but the thing that they're saying is that the animation style in this thing is so incredible. Like, they, they mm. did something in it. That everyone that sees it says that you, you know, you've never seen animation done like this before, and it is beautiful and worth seeing on the large you know theater
1: screen. Oh, okay, interesting. I don't know, you know, <laughs> I'll watch it on my phone. Yeah, oh my <laughs> let me uh, let me pull it up on my old Nokia. <laughs> yeah, that way, when I fall asleep and drop my phone on my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> One thing that I saw in there, there's... A, I recognize one of the voices, and it was John Mullaney. I don't know if you know who that is. name's familiar. But he is a, he's a comedian. that He's hilarious. Yeah. They, had, they had
0: quite a few names in there, I, I want to say, in the Spider-Verse. I can't oh. remember all of them off the top of my head, but uh, there was a number of fairly decent-sized names that I, I want to say played, played roles
1: in there. So going back to the Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. um, it, what are... What are some of the prospects? Is, is there any rumblings from Disney side as what they're going to do? I mean, so there's rumors that there's – if they're saying it's a possibility, that doesn't equate to we're no. going to.
0: No, and, and that's
1: – But yeah. what I'm getting at is, is have you heard anything? Have they actually said we're going to do this?
0: No, I, I haven't heard anything like that. I mean – to me, I think what's happening is Disney right now is being super tight-lipped with anything they're doing going forward. I mean, their Disney Plus service is going hit, to hit the shelves, virtual shelves, so to speak, in in 2019 here. And mm. I, I think they're being really, really tight-lipped about everything because they have to be very careful on not spoiling what direction the MCU is going as a whole until a, a, a Endgame comes out. Mm and so i think until Endgame happens that's gonna that's gonna steer things in a whole new direction and you know there's some kind of uh bummer parts to this because you know with spider-man being owned by sony sony kind of stuck it to to marvel when they released and said yeah we're releasing um spider-man far from home the sequel to homecoming you know that summer right after or whatever and it's going to basically pick up minutes after the end of the next avengers and so it's like, well, you kind of spoiled right. that because now we say, know. Say that again. Who, who's doing what? Sony. Sony came out because Sony still owns Spider Man,
1: okay. and they,
0: you know, and, and they've got this partnership with Marvel for Tom Holland Spider Man that we've seen in Spider Man Homecoming, and they announced right. long time ago now, um, just after Infinity War, or just before or whatever it was that the next Spider Man movie, which is being called Far From Home, is coming out. You know they've got that. They're filming it. They're doing all that, and it's going to come out, and it's going to basically pick up the story minutes after the events of Endgame, which oh. they didn't call it Endgame at the time. They just said the next uh, Avengers. Oh, movie. so
1: basically Sony's going to try to pick up where Marvel left off. Well, it's still going to be where, it's still going to be
0: Marvel the the story they've got. It, it's going to be Marvel just like it is right now. Marvel and
1: but, but Sony Marvel Studios.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Sony still owns the character.
1: I get confused. And so, yeah,
0: Sony owns a character. They basically leased it out to Marvel so Marvel could include Spider-Man in their big Avenger storyline. Okay. And so they're going to, Marvel is still putting out the, you know, just like Homecoming, it's a continuation of that story, but Sony owns it. But Sony went out and they made the announcement that, oh, yep, the next Spider-Man's coming. And it kind of ruined it because if you haven't seen Infinity War yet, spoilers, Spider-Man bites the dust you know or turns to dust and <gasps> because sony announced that you know early on this this was going to happen it kind of set it up so that it's like okay it really solidified the idea that all right any of these people that turn to dust none of these deaths are permanent so it did take away from a little bit of the tension that that movie left on even though we don't know for sure what's going to happen
1: mm.
0: but if spider-man's gonna you know the next spider-man movie's gonna pick up right after the events of the next avengers movie coming out this may well, clearly he's going to survive, <laughs> you know? <Yep. laughs> so it's kind nope. of a stick
1: in the eye. And I think <laughs> all it is, it's just a like 90 minutes of dust swirling around. Right. Just like <laughs> the old, uh, old wild west tumbleweeds. And
0: <laughs> maybe they zoom cone. in and all his dust turn into little spiders. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty rad for oh. two hours and 20 minutes, but no. And I think that's why though, you know, uh, Marvel themselves, MCU is being very tight lipped. I think that's why they're not saying anything about what's happening um, I know they even pushed back Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's not even going to... They got renewed for their next season. Um, it's it was supposed to go out. Normally they launch in like January. Um, but they pushed it back until summer, until after the, the Avengers Endgame movie comes out because that way they, they're not spoiling anything. So Marvel's being very careful to try and keep as much of the plot points from Endgame under wraps until it comes out. So
1: Except for this, there was a leak where uh, a toy... That came yeah. out. Yeah. Indicated some uh, potential spoilers for that. What, yeah, there's what, been a couple. What toy was this?
0: Well, there's been a couple that have come out. Um, <laughs> I just saw, I'm scrolling down the thing, I saw where you posted the uh, Thanos and Bruce Lee picture. That is fantastic. <laughs> we got to put that in the show notes, I think, on the website. But uh, but yeah, the toys, they they had a, it was a toy for um, uh, Hulk. And this there's been a series of toys that came out showing a number of the figures, Thor, Rocket Raccoon, I believe, um, Black Widow, and they've all got this kind of weird uniform on, which looks a lot like the same uniform they wore in Ant-Man when they went down into the Quantum Realm, which is kind of making people think that part of the way they're going to get out of this mess and it's going to be a time travel movie because they're going to go jumping through time through the Quantum Realm with Ant-Man and do all this stuff, but they're talking about um you know in in infinity war hulk has the initial battle with with thanos gets his butt whipped and he won't come back out you know we see banner the rest of the time you know and he's in the hulk buster armor everything else but there's been a a hulk toy that leaked out and now this is a stretch but they're they're saying the hulk toy prior to anything uh, up to this point all of the the hulk toys you've seen hulk is always angry um he's smashing, you know, he's mad. Yep. And this one they've the toy that they, they've got coming out, Hulk is actually smiling. Wearing a, he's wearing a tuxedo. No, he's but there it was that Hulk, but <laughs> he's smiling? Uh, yeah, he's smiling in here, kind of a smirking smile, and, and it says, you know, this is off the, the BGR.com. Um, Usually he's sporting an angry look not here he's grinning they don't have any idea why he's so happy all of a sudden but what they're wondering is that there's a storyline where Hulk uh, you know the raging beast Hulk becomes Professor Hulk is what they call it which is kind of this period where Banner and Hulk end up being able to find a working middle ground so that Hulk can have Banner's intelligence And, you know, some of his ability to speak, but also Hulk's crazy strength and everything else. This is a a pretty big storyline, that that evolution that happens in the comics. And they're wondering if this toy basically sets it up so that, you know, we're going to see that. Now, all that being said, take this as a grain of salt because the toy in question in this case is part of a, a brand new Lego Avenger set that's coming out. And even though in the Legos, Hulk still looks angry, but a lot of times on Legos, they're going to make everyone smiley. Except, yeah. except Batman. Batman doesn't <laughs> smile. So, First I mean, it's, it's it's tough, but the, the main reason I bring this up is because we've heard this happen many, many times now where the toys toys come out and get leaked and announced yeah. and actually spoil the movies. And it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, you think after this long, the, the movies... St- can you imagine being a movie studio... And you've been working for a month, you know, uh, months and months and possibly a year or more to keep this thing under wraps, you know, and keep everything super secretive. And then all of a sudden, your stupid toy division, that's some licensing company, lets their new design slip out and, boom, ruins a whole major plot point just because they, you know, leak their toy out early. Mm. Oh, I'd be mad.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's... (laughs) A lot of times, everyone's like, oh, look at the uniform they've got on. That means that in the movie. right?
0: Yeah. Not, not, You're just picking on me. Uh, yeah. You're picking on me again about Ronan, I'm telling you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to stop that. That was two episodes ago.
1: He had on the
0: boots. <laughs> I saw his hair was parted on the left and not on the right. Right. Clearly. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh. it, it's kind of a frustrating thing, though. I mean, and that, it doesn't impact me a ton just because I don't really buy toys anymore. I mean, I'll buy, like, Funko Pops occasionally. I've got a whopping six of them, I think, and they're all Batmans, but, I Order. mean. Yeah, I'm such a hoarder. But, I mean, I, I enjoy those and looking at them, and I just have a hard time spending much money on them. But, you know, for, yeah, for people I got that. got other things
1: to buy, too. <laughs> right. So I
0: mean, people that are really into it. You know, a lot of these, there's some, I mean, if you had the money to burn, there's some amazing looking, like, Mm. I I won't call them toys. I'll call them more like statues. Collectibles. Collectibles that come out. They're beautiful, but they're expensive. But, you know, I I would be mad if I'm like, oh, look at this hot new collectible from such and such company. And, hey, wait a minute, what is this thing? Oh, and then you see the movie and you realize it just totally ruins the whole thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, something a little more, uh, Techie.
0: Techie. Go for because it. Because
1: there's a new website that's using artificial intelligence to remove backgrounds and photos. And I think we kind of talked about something like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily for backgrounds, but what it was, was that, uh, AI I can't is, remember the story. They were
0: doing, I think the other one we were talking about was they were able to do like face swapping and, you know, like head, you know, if you're shooting a group photo of families and, and swapping in heads and blinking yeah. shots and all that kind of stuff.
1: I think that might have been it.
0: Something like that. I mean, we've talked a little bit about AI doing this stuff with photos because it's that slippery slope of are we going to hit a point where you can't believe anything anymore that you see because (laughs) they can just, oh, you know what it was? It was where they were able to uh, basically create videos that looked real. You couldn't tell they were fake, but they were AI-generated, so it looked like you know someone was saying something and and doing something in a video, and it was just all computer-generated, but it looked real. I remember talking about that one a while back, too. But this hmm. one, uh, this website is claiming that they can, you know, remove You know what? I was just, no, yeah, that, that, that wasn't
1: the one I was thinking of. It no. was the one where you could use, it It was whatever they'd come up with to erase watermarks. Oh, oh. That's the one I was thinking yep, of correlating with this.
0: Yep, that's right. Yep. So this is a little thing. bit different. But Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. Typically I'm a Photoshop user, so there's a, there's a background erasing tool and stuff, Mm -hmm. but that is all based on color. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when a certain color tolerance that you can adjust. So if, if there's somebody standing in front of a green screen, and this is why they use green screens, right. You get a consistent color, you can easily replace it with whatever you want. Right. Um, there, this program looks like it's uh, well, this website just, looks like it automatically identifies people, cuts around the foreground and Gives you a, a downloadable png with a transparent background
0: right and they're saying oh, it works you know it's supposed to work just on people but they've tested it on other things as long as your subject is clearly in the foreground
1: well, uh, i'm going to test it right this second
0: awesome yeah they're saying the that the website is is called remove.bg uh it's free uses a uh, ai to do the hard work now what adam was talking about with the background erase tool you know if you have something that's not a solid color green screen or or something like that the process you can still cut cut things out and do that, but it's a very tedious process in, in Photoshop of making these super fine selections. I mean, you start getting down to, you know, wisps of hair or, you know, textures on a jacket or whatever it might be, it can get pretty intricate and pretty complex to try and get this done. Oh, man, this thing works really slick, dude. Yeah, and, and that's what they're saying with this. Is Have that you tried this? I haven't yet, no. I'm going to
1: post something into our show, into the show notes right now. I'm going to use the snipping tool and take a snapshot. Yes, yeah,
0: you should post it before and after, and we'll post that up well, on it, our website. That's what
1: they did. They've got the origin, original Oh, perfect. One. Yeah, yeah. Let me copy it, and I'll, I'll paste it in there right now for you to right. see. Because this is uh, yeah, – I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, I didn't think it would be
0: this good. They're saying it does a pretty good job, especially if you you know got a fairly clean photo. Oh wow, yeah, that definitely. Looking at your image, I, like here, if I can
1: if I can zoom in on that almost. Yeah. So this thing, uh, the the picture that I put in is me standing in front of a rocket at uh, Kennedy Space Center. Right. And there's me, and there's three people in the background, and it has analyzed and very cleanly. Like if I'm looking at the right. I'm gonna download the actual full-size image and inspect it.
0: Yeah, throw those up um, in in our on our site so that when we post the show notes here on our website, people can go if you're okay with that, can go check this out. You know, kind of the original and the the cutout version. Um, that'd be cool to see a comparison on there because I mean it, it is doing pretty good. And what they're saying is that in a pinch, if you're in a hurry, this site can actually do a, a pretty reasonably good job for you in most situations. But they're saying it isn't perfect. You know, what you can't expect. They got some examples in the article here from the verge Uh, one is a photo of elon musk and it, it had cut out his <laughs> one eyeball is missing <laughs> <laughs> and then um there's a, a picture they took of it's a guy kind of laying back on a a bed or something with a big furry blanket or something on there <laughs> and the tool tool got a little bit confused with the blanket selection and you know did some yeah. weird things there but you're going to run into that stuff now yeah. and then but it's pretty crazy that ai is doing this what's even crazier to me is that there's a place like this doing it for free and doing a really good job and it's not something we're seeing just built into photoshop yeah. i mean if a website now, can do this why not photoshop
1: yeah exactly and why don't they why doesn't why doesn't adobe go buy this
0: Yep, snap it up right now, integrate it as a tool, and refine it with your massive team of engineers and boatloads of money you can throw at it. Actually, it looks
1: like they're currently working on an API, which is an application programming interface, to allow some other program to use it. They're in closed beta, and they're looking for partners and feedback. The only downfall with this right now that I see is that it generates it. it, You don't get the original size you put in. It's a small PNG file. Okay. PNG file. So So it's not usable on on a big scale. Yeah, but we can include this this exact image. We can include in the show notes. Awesome, or we can include it in our stuff. So yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually impressed with the AI that it used because there's a lot of different features around me in this picture. <laughs> yeah that
0: that image you posted up your original image, listeners, to go take a look at this. It's it's not like you posted up some image of you standing with just a blue sky behind you. Yeah, I mean it's I'm a busy rocket people. Yeah, and, and there's there's posts and poles and stairs and people and. Yep. a lot of and, stuff going on and it did And a I can clean guarantee you job. this would
1: take this would take a longer time in Photoshop because you have to every single area where there's some kind of color you either have to do it that way mm-hmm. or else you cut it you cut around me. Yep. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, we're on the topic of
0: photography. Uh-huh. I, I don't we don't get a chance to talk about it much because, you know, Jason's not really into the photography side of it. I want right. to ask you, you kind of ask me what's up for 2019. What's up for you photo-wise 2019? Ooh, 2019
1: photography wise, I mean, we're, we're there. I want to do more. Yeah, I what I want to do more. What is it that you're wanting to do more of? Like just shooting in general. Yeah, I'm um, trying some different stuff. I, I would love to get, I want to pick up a lens and do, do a little more astrophotography stuff. Sure, sure. So that, but not having that currently handy. I think mm-hmm. for me it's still I'm still such a noob at it. It's <laughs> um, you do better than you give yourself credit for, man. More educational stuff on yeah. some of that I think would be kinda cool. A lot of it's just um, getting Just kinda getting better. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, going out getting out and shooting. And I think now that I've I think I've it's time for me to graduate from my original lenses that I've got. Yeah. Um they they've served me well, but like I've got that young Nuo mm-hmm. fifty dollar uh lens. They mm-hmm. like, fit my Nifty fifty knockoff. Is that autofocus? Yeah, it's got autofocus. Yeah, auto that's, focus. Right, that's right. But the rest of my stuff, it's just kit lenses. Yep. So uh, I do want to increase my game on that and try some <laughs> other some other things. Yeah. As well as like bring my camera with me, but there's so many times in the morning when I go to work where it's. It's the golden hour in the morning almost, and yeah. I've got this great scenery where I'm like, oh, I should stop here. I could take an awesome picture. This would be a great <laughs> shot. And I'm always like, it's at home.
0: It's at home. You need to get yourself just a small bag. Well, your bag, when we went out last summer you were carrying that bag, you don't have a huge, like, it's not a huge no, it's, backpack. No, it's,
1: it's very portable.
0: Get a get a comfy one that just you can be kind of, you, I know you've got a little <laughs> bit of a, an everyday carry kit, you know, you have with you. It's mostly yep. in your pockets. Get a small backpack or a little messenger bag, whatever it is, just sure force yourself to take it with you, you know. Yep. Over the course of a few weeks. You'll get
1: used to it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But I guess a very specific goal of mine, and you and I talked a little bit about calendars. I want yeah. to get some good shots every month. Yeah. That I can use and, and actually create a calendar for my family.
0: So I give you a tip on that. Yep. Every month when you sit down to do it. Hold your feet to the fire and make your selections as you go through the year. And I say that from a place of every year I tell myself I need to do that because mm-hmm. I, I do a calendar every year and uh, it's it's mostly more landscape type stuff. Mostly like pinups of yourself. Yeah, you know, selfies and, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, me in a Batman mask, you know, whatever. Well, my, why not? I'm a Batman under ruse. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no it's it's landscape yeah. stuff but what what ends up happening is i get to about late october early november and i'm like oh i need to get going on that calendar let me look back through the year pick you know and, and i'll i'll take in an average year you know thousands of photos sure and so it's like all right let me look back through my year and narrow this down to just 13 cuz i need one for the cover and then one for each month Ah. And it is incredibly time consuming and difficult to go back through your entire year and try and pick, you know, narrow it down and just pick, you know, narrow it from thousands down to just 13. And then from there, you know, try and decide which ones fit, you know, a theme and what's going to go with a month. But if you can do that, like every month, just make it a priority, like end of the month, say, all right, here's this month. I'm going to go through them. Here's my top five candidates for this month, even if you can narrow it down that much. Yeah. And then you can go in at the end of the year and say, all right, so I've got 60 photos here instead of a thousand, you know, or whatever it is. And it just makes it so much easier to be like, all right, I'm going to do this one, this one, this one, and drop them in. And it's super easy.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Preparation. Saves Meach. headaches. Oh, <laughs> what well, kind of preparation? <laughs> the pain of the headaches. <laughs> Bingo, bango. Yeah. I like that tip. So, what are your goals? I, I don't know. You know, I started shooting a, a little bit of medium format film, and I don't plan on giving up digital because I, I just love shooting with my Fuji cameras and I love the digital workflow. And, you know, it's, it's kind of where I work, it's where my mind works. Sure. But I've been having a ton of fun with this, this medium format film. It's, it's just a very different world. It's very slows you down a lot because it's all manual focus. There's no metering in the camera. So I have to, I should be, if I really wanted to get serious about it, I should go and buy an actual old school light meter. But I've just <laughs> been using an app on my phone. Sure. It gets me in the ballpark and then I, I go from there. And the more I shoot, the more I'm able to kind of read a scene and, and learn, you know, okay, this scene. If I'm at f 28 eight, I'll dial in at this shutter speed and you know whatever. But it's all manual focus and, and everything else. You know, you hold it at waist level, looking down into the viewfinder, and it's 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 a lot of fun and it's just very different process. And the images that come back, yeah. I mean, film is always going to have those imperfections and flaws, and you kind of got to get used to to just appreciating that, which I'm, I'm still getting used to. But medium format film is is a entirely different beast, and it's been a lot of fun. And cool. so I'll probably shoot some more of that which is also going to lead into me learning to do home developing. Ah. I'm going to get into doing some black and white developing here at home (laughs) just because it is crazy expensive to send a roll of film out to get processed and scanned and get it back.
1: What does it cost now?
0: Uh, 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 The medium format stuff, you get 12 images on one roll, so 12 photos. Uh, Between the scanning and... um, you know processing everything else it's it's about 30 bucks oh which you know you start figuring it out how much per image and (laughs) it's not pretty whereas if i develop it at home you've got your initial setup costs you know a little bit of materials and and chemicals and whatnot yeah but then you're just paying for the film and it's a little bit of time and and from talking to you know our, our friend matt captain poland he um he does a lot of home developing. He said, "With the black and white, it's it's actually very very nice because the chemicals you can reuse them hundreds of times. You know, and oh, so wow. you you buy them once and and you'll get a hundred rolls of film out of the same set of chemicals, basically, or whatever the number is. I don't remember exactly the number, but it's it's a high amount. So I'll, I'll basically you know to to process one roll of film, it'll cost me basically that roll of film and that's it. You know, wow. five bucks, or whatever. So it'll save a ton of that's money. Cool." Other than that, I think going it's just- Going back to film in some areas. Yeah, just just for fun, a little different, probably some special projects I'll do with it or whatever, but just kind of learning and, and going back. But I've I found it's kind of, my, my the the things I look at have shifted over the last year. I mean, I, I'd still love being yeah. on nature and landscapes, but I find I like a lot more of these kind of small town scenes. And uh, I miss shooting portraits. I really would like to shoot some more mm. portrait work. Not necessarily like families and babies, but just like kind of conceptual- small animals well <laughs> no <laughs> like i did this photo i think i shared it with you guys a while back it was uh my dad and i were out hiking around the woods one day here in in december and um had his handgun with him because we won't go in the woods without a gun due to the wolves up here yep. and the sun was just down a little lower in the sky and it was coming through and i was like hey hold right there I pose i want you to pull out your gun and, and pretend like you're gonna shoot it you know and yeah. so he had the gun out, and the sun was just flaring over his over right over his face, actually, and just kind of doing some crazy things. And I just I love that portrait, and it's that kind of stuff where it's it's not like just families or weddings. It's just like you know real people doing yeah. real things, yeah. But just trying to make cool images with people in them. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's probably my
1: biggest goal: portraits and film. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just wanted to get better and better and better. Well, come shooting. 'll I'll try and get down there we'll go exactly, yeah, I mean I've got a different landscape down here. It'd be kind of interesting yeah. to to go around here and see what's I'll up. I'll shoot
0: some film portraits of you
1: while you're shooting photos on digital.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> I also so think it would be kind I... of it would be kind of fun to try doing some video stuff um oh man, you know i it's only when I look closely at man, my iPhone seven is still has great video that it takes yeah. and,
0: I'll tell you what video's a rabbit hole, be careful. Rabbit hole. I I did my my vlog for a while before we started this show, and I had fun with it. I don't regret doing it, but man, oh man, you get to a point where you realize, like, oh, this is all right, but I wanted to do this and yeah, this, and suddenly you realize it's it's a huge money pit, <laughs> and if you if you want to do it well, it's yeah. super time consuming because the editing and color yeah. grading and all of that is sure
1: intense. I don't think I have any ambitions for really stylized stylistic. Um, you know, like cinematic style stuff. I just think about, you know, what you and I talked about earlier about um, maybe creating, just creating some content almost, like Mm -hmm. funny videos on, you know, what not to do in an interview and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It'd be fun to do almost like a, an internet like Instagram stories, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, whatever, while well, you're not on Facebook, but one of those kind of places where you can just post these things that just kind of a little web show, you know, web series. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Very uh, that would be a that'd be a good goal. Wonder what Jason, what is yeah. your goal gonna be? Oh, never mind. Forgot <laughs> he wasn't here. Podcasting. Podcast. Yeah. His goal for twenty nineteen is to uh get be a in more get podcasts. A, yeah, get a schedule ironed out so we, we don't miss him so much here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly yeah get it figured out absolutely we'll we'll um, get a nail that hopefully next week he'll be back with us and yeah everything will be back to normal let's nice. uh, let's let's say this though Adam what do you think are you on board with this next week when he comes back I'm expecting a game show oh we gotta have a game show I'm expecting a game show next,
1: next week Jason so if we don't have one our listeners will be upset yeah it's,
0: it's all listeners yeah they're gonna be mad at you Jason right listeners? Get the pitchforks out. We want a game show.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: not a lame show. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of that, um, did you see a little while back we got the first look at the live-action Aladdin? Yes. The cover with Will Smith on it. What boy, did you that looks think? weird. Oh, boy. Does it ever. I, I <laughs>
1: don't know. I, I'm not going to take Entertainment Weekly's cover as a – sign of the movie no but boy it, it will smith just looks really weird in this
0: the, the, the leading comment i've seen it was the first thing i thought as well as wow it looks like will smith is dressing up as a genie yep it's a yeah. halloween costume it, 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 it was I, like i'm looking at him like this is i don't know i think they did a, like the 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 other main characters with what is it uh, princess jasmine and, and aladdin himself yeah i think they look fantastic like the cast and the the look i think they they nailed it
1: yeah i wonder but we'll see i'm guessing this is just like a promo shot because well, will
0: yeah they have come out and he, he will smith himself came out now whether this is true or not we'll see but he's come out and said that the cover that they did here was just the genie in his human form in the movie uh, there will be cg applied and he I will so. be the traditional blue genie that we were used to seeing <laughs> from the animated movie. So hopefully they, okay. they do that and that would make more sense. But man, oh man, it's very well, hard <laughs>
1: to, to buy think, that genie right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I agree. It says, the picture says a thousand words. But I think, um, honestly, I think Will Smith's a good choice because he, he, you know, when he's really going off and being funny, he, I think he can pull it out. Nobody nobody will ever come close to Robin Williams. No. As, but um, this I, is a little bit different. I think I think he can do it. I just hope he
0: doesn't try and do Robin Williams style. Yeah, you know, which is a big concern, and and I think if he does his own thing, he can be genuinely funny, and, and yeah. I think it'll work. It's it's a yep. it's a big ask though of anyone that's going to step into that. But the other name I've yeah. seen thrown out a lot that they they said could have been fantastic in that role uh, was Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <I
1: suppose. laughs> just
0: because just because of his sense of humor and stuff, yeah, but I wonder, uh, his, I wonder if his wonder if his humor is too close to Robin Williams. No, uh, I don't know. Similar,
1: you know, kind of sense of humor. I don't know. That'd be interesting <laughs> to see, but. But, yeah, I liked, uh, when, as far as Disney cartoons went, Aladdin was probably my favorite one when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd, I'd watch this.
0: See, Check I, it out. I, I, I'm i going to get flack for this, and I'm, I'm sure I'll get teased mercilessly, but I was a I was a Little Mermaid fan. Still am. Oh, I yeah. still love a Little tell. Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You,
1: is that why you comb your hair with a fork? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, dun, I don't dun, know. Dun, 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 dun.
0: The music in it, the songs were catchy and I I just love the the story was so fun. And it, that's if you want to hear a crazy story about that though. Go, you have to dig back in the archives, but there's that podcast I think you're familiar with it too. It's called Myths and Legends. Yep. And if you go back a bit in his archives, it was probably a year or two ago now. He covered the the actual Little Mermaid story that the movie was loosely based on. Ah, yeah. Holy dark. It is not, it is not the Little Mermaid we got from Disney. Oh, not at all. There's, I've got
1: one of the original, I have a book that I read to my daughter with the original fairy tale, and it was like, Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is dark.
0: I guess I'll go die
1: now. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It just totally, that's what happens. And it's it's pretty dark,
1: but it's fantastic. <laughs> I have to comment on the comments on this article, which are, everyone's like, this is going to suck. First top comment is DOA. Yeah. Second top comment, this is going to be a mess. Yeah. Um, they should have made Vin Diesel the genie or the rock. Oh, jeez.
0: Uh, yeah. Over the rock?
1: or the rock oh or the rock i was like do they yeah. not
0: even know who will smith is
1: <laughs> what could possibly go wrong worst film of the year let's see why is it every disney f- female has to explain how progressive she is in films now uh let's see what else oh, no yeah. the longer i read it the worse it got updated to reflect present day ideals new handmaiden new prince a hip-hop genie <laughs> okay <laughs> oh everybody's Man. just going
0: West it's probably Nile. gonna be great. <laughs> how does the how does the the Fresh Prince song go? I can't remember the in West Philadelphia. Yeah, we gotta think of a, a new location for the genie. <laughs> West Arabia. Yeah,
1: West Arabian Nights. I hope they have some good music in it. That's the
0: thing. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I can't remember. Did it come out already or not? The uh, the Mary Poppins live. Yes, action. and it's gotten good reviews. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet, and I, I really do want to check that out and see how it is. Yeah, you're a big Emily Blunt fan too, I believe, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's good, and and I've always kind of yeah. liked that Mary Poppins story. I don't know why,
1: especially oh, yeah. when Mary, he
0: was in in Guardians, Guardians <laughs> two. There, <laughs> yeah. Mary
1: Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, I've liked Emily Blunt ever since Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and
1: see, uh, what, yeah. she was good in that, but what sealed it
0: for me was was her performance in A Quiet Place. Yeah, she was really good in Quiet Place. Fantastic, too. Krasinski, too. Yeah. Yeah. That young couple's gone places, I tell you. <laughs> did you see it? Unrelated to either one of those. I don't know why it just popped in my head, but right around Christmas here, uh, just before Christmas, did you see uh, Ryan Reynolds posted up on his uh, uh, Instagram or something? He shared it on his social media. It was a picture of him and Hugh Jackman and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, who are all in superhero movies, you know, Wolverine, yeah. Deadpool, and uh, Gyllenhaal's playing Mysterio or. I think it's Mysterio and the new Spider-Man. Huh. And um, it's it's Ryan Reynolds standing there in this ugly Christmas sweater. And the two of them are just like in t-shirts and jeans. And the caption was something like, and I'm not gonna say it so we don't have to believe it, but these effers told me this was a sweater party, and they're both laughing hysterically. <laughs> and he's just standing there like straight face, like, Are you kidding me? He showed up and they tricked him into saying it was a sweater party. <laughs> I love that little awesome. uh, internet banter that him and, and uh, Hugh Jackman have going. That's awesome. What time is it? It's time for a geek off. Woo.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the sound. That's the sound of geekiness and the sound of fun. Multiple sounds. Yeah. Soundgasm? No, that's not too bad. That. That's bad. <laughs> but last last week, if you remember on the Christmas episode, I said I had a Christmas geek off that I was going to throw out to you. We were hoping Jason yeah. would be back, and he's not here. But I'm going to throw these out there, anyways. You and I can kind of kind of hash these out. You know, rapid yeah, yeah. fire them. That's all. So this is a best of Christmas geek off edition. So are you ready for this? Yes, I'm Alrighty. ready. Let's start off. Start off with a little bit of a softball. I want to know. Well, maybe it's not a softball. It could be. Could be debatable best christmas cookie period go
1: Ooh, uh best christmas cookie is sugar cookie frosted decorated cut out in the shape of either a christmas tree or an ornament of some sort boom done simple classic i
0: like it i i'm i'm kind of partial to the uh they, they have many different names but it's it's basically a small peanut butter cookie mm-hmm. with the Hershey kiss Hershey's on top. kiss in there oh that yeah. is
1: Oh man, I I'm might kinda, have changed my answer. I'm kind of partial to
0: those, and we've got these other ones that my mom makes, and I have no idea what their real name is. We've always just called them broomstick cookies. It's some. It's like a. <laughs> it, it's like a a mix. It's it's not quite peanut brittle. It's it's thinner. It's okay. like real thin, and you make it. But the reason she calls it a broomstick cookie is because whatever this is, it's almost like a toffee type thing. There's a little bit of a crunch to it, and it's it's soft like a caramel when you take it out but not so soft that it's like liquid pouring on the floor it's it's pliable huh. but she takes it out and they're in small like flattens them because they're in a, they're like in a small circular shape and then she had a, a an old broomstick that she would literally use just for this and she'd have it stretched across two countertops and she'd drape that stuff over the broomstick and then they'd harden and then pop them off, and they, they look almost like a shape of a taco shell, a hard shell, you know, hard shell taco.
1: I am having a real tough time envisioning what you're talking it, about. It's, it's really weird. I know it sounds weird, but
0: they're like a, almost like, I don't know what they're really called, but they're like a kind of toffee-esque, caramel-esque. Um, and what does she call it? She just calls them broomstick cookies. That's what we've always called them since we were kids. And um, those ones are the kind that, I mean, they're the kind of cookies that you can eat a ton of them Hmm. but they don't uh don't
1: they don't fill it. you
0: up like it's just okay. pure sugar but i i don't know what the real name for them is i've never known i know oh there there's a picture of it hold on uh what is that uh it's kind of like this they call it an almond lace cookie but she doesn't use almonds in hers they, but they look like this um but not quite they're a little, a little different but yeah there's something like this
1: where it's it's where am i looking
0: um I'm trying to send you a link here. Uh, Now, this picture in the show notes, they don't have them draped in a broomstick fashion. Oh, there's just a link that went for you, but you can follow. That's just a Google image thing. But they've got theirs. They they rolled them up, some of them, and there's one that's kind of a flat circle. They kind of look like this, but hers aren't as almondy. There are nuts in them. I think she just uses like cashews or peanuts or something. Uh. Um, very okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, really, really
1: thin almond lace.
0: Yeah, that's this. There's yeah, in that link, there's a couple other samples. Oh, there's a sample of it over a dowel wooden spoon. Let me send you this link. Yeah, they're calling it uh Florentines, possibly almond lace cookies, is what they're called. And those ones are, yeah, they're they're delicious. I'm sending you another one, another link here. Cookie talk, everybody. Yeah, cookie talk. All right, so these are going to be rapid fire. We got sidetracked. Um, so, best cookie, uh, you're changing your answer. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with my stick sugar with cookie classic. I'm, yep. I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with the peanut butter. Yeah, whatever those
1: are called. There might be a day where I'm like, you know what? I've had enough sugar cookies. Switch me to peanut butter and <laughs> chocolate Hershey's Kiss. <laughs> right. All right. So, Christmas dinner. Ooh. Um, so, so my family.
0: Well, let's let's break it down a little bit because it's a big topic. First off, turkey or ham? Uh turkey turkey
1: for christmas although I, we my family we do a non-traditional christmas dinner it used to be turkey or ham which mm-hmm. is always fine yep but uh what are what's your say
0: i i'm we've always done ham for christmas although we usually have both to be perfectly honest but uh, i've probably. always preferred ham for christmas because we just get out of thanksgiving with turkey you know and
1: yeah it's like get it's a little kind ham. of a
0: welcome break yeah and so ham has always been more of a christmas yeah. thing but a lot of times we'll have a small small one of each but
1: Nice. So, so I always
0: go ahead. I was going to say that was the next question. Lead me into this because yours is a, a non-traditional. You said unconventional. What are your Christmas dinner essentials?
1: Our Christmas dinner essentials because my parents come hang out. Um, so my dad is is a uh, he's from Philippines, mm-hmm. and so we do Asian Christmas nice food, which means um, ginger pork egg rolls Ugh. with uh, sweet and sour sauce fried rice, Son any other of kind a... of Filipino dishes. It is phenomenal. We just set it all out family style. And everybody just just I, I, demolishes this. It's just great. gonna
0: stop you right now because <laughs> listeners need to know this. It's all it's like midnight we're recording this. <laughs>
1: I'm starving right and now. And right now, you just made me so
0: freaking hungry. <laughs> That's not even funny. Oh. Like, the turkey and ham talk didn't make me hungry. Christmas cookies, I'm like, eh, hey, they're not, not super hungry. <laughs> Hearing what you just talked about, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm going to end good. up at a stupid gas <laughs> station eating a dumb beef <laughs> stick or something at one in the morning because I'm
1: starving. <laughs> oh man. Sorry about that. Hey, I tell you what, uh, you guys come down and visit sometime. I'll, I'll make this stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, hook so we do up. Uh, the Philippines. They have something called, it's a recipe called lumpia, which is uh it's really, really thin skinned and, and like half the size, if you, if not even smaller than a regular egg roll. Okay. So when you deep fry them, the skin's super crunchy. Almost and stuff. like a wonton. Yeah. And it actually it's almost,
0: well, like the wonton wrappers you
1: can buy. Kind of, but the the spring roll wrappers you use are super super thin. Yeah, okay. And it's, it's about the size. It's, it's still the shape of an egg roll. It's just way way smaller. Sure, sure. And you can eat about five thousand of them, and it <laughs> takes a long time to. It's like an effort when I make this stuff. Oh, but it's really hard. It's really hard to come by the the wrappers for it. So what we do is we buy regular egg roll wrappers, which anybody can get to the big squares. Yeah. Cut them in half diagonally. Okay. You know, into, into triangles. And then you end up getting these nice, really thin but also long egg roll style yeah, things. Yeah, so okay. it's like a it's like a mix of the two, but you deep fry them, you dip oh. them in awesome sweet and sour. It's great.
0: Oh man. All right. So one last one on the topic of food. We might as well all finish right, this one right. off. Rabbit fire. Best non
1: cookie Christmas dessert. Ooh. Non cookie Christmas dessert. Oh man. Oh man. I'm I'm having trouble thinking here. <laughs> I mean it seems like it's always cookies, but Yeah, it does seem like it's always cookies. But I guess it depends
0: uh, what falls into the cookie category. Because you've got like fudge. I don't I don't consider that a cookie. Uh-huh. You've got more of the bar type things, you know, and you've got yep. my, what I was thinking of my favorite, although they're kind of cookies. My wife makes them every year. They're a, a she calls it a cookie dough truffle. Huh. You familiar with this? It's, uh, no, but it sounds good. Oh, they're delicious. They're addicting. It's basically like a ball of. Um, she makes it's not actual cookie dough because you get sick if you eat, you know raw yeah, cookie dough raw whatever. Eggs. But so it doesn't have the eggs in it. But it's a recipe where you can make it, it. It tastes just like raw chocolate chip cookie dough. You make small balls about the size of a quarter round,
1: mm-hmm.
0: freeze them, and then once they're nice and frozen, you take those out and you've got your nice uh, chocolate almond bark. Type stuff.
1: Oh, and, and then dip them,
0: and you dip them, and then they come out, and you let that harden, and then she <laughs> keeps them in the freezer so they stay nice, and you know they don't melt or anything, or the refrigerator till you're ready to take them out. But those are Sounds so good. good. That does sound so good. addicting and so terrible for my belly. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, otherwise we also um we'll tend to just kind of leave stuff out like crackers and like the yep. you know like the the cheese ball thing. Or, yeah, you know that they always have the nuts packed on it. Yep. And, yep. 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 You know, that kind of stuff. You guys stuff. make a homemade snacks. cheese balls? No, never made one.
0: No, I've never made them either. My mom used to make them all the time every year, and I know it was a pain in the butt, she said, but
1: mm. right now listeners it. are going, wow. Food talk. <laughs> but look, we
0: we wanted to we wanted to kind of finish off the Christmas spirit and, and we're gonna oh, get, absolutely. get a little geek out, a little Christmassy. I mean, you know. I want some cheese too. You know, let me ask you a question about this. You mentioned leaving stuff out. Why is it during Christmas and stuff? We do that, too. You'll you'll have the meat and cheese tray out sitting, and you just kind of graze all afternoon, all day. And... Yeah. You'd never think about doing that any other time of year. Like, no, let me let all. my cheese and meat sit on the counter for five
1: hours, and I'll grab some later.
0: <laughs> you well, no, know?
1: if you keep grazing at it, you're taking away all the bad parts. Right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> all know. All the exposed areas. I, yeah, I mean, I never get sick from <laughs> it, so I don't think it's
0: anything bad. So yeah, it seems Because right. right. it's delicious and we love it. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. All right, so let's get to some non-food stuff rapid fire. On top of the tree,
1: is it going to be a star or is it the angel? Ooh, uh, I like both, um, but I've got a star on mine currently because the angel was not sticking to the top. Right. Yeah, we've always done stars. I had an angel one time, and it just didn't
0: sit well. The wings made it off balance; it fell and broke.
1: <laughs> it didn't sit well with me. <laughs> yeah, I no, like it. I mean
0: physically, like <laughs> didn't didn't balance well, and it came crashing yeah, down, and it was kind of porcelain. Tough. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, so yeah. comes to opening gifts, Christmas mm. Eve, Christmas
1: morning, Christmas morning.
0: Christmas morning. We do a yep. mix. We've always that's, done a mix.
1: That's what we're gonna end up with this year, I think.
0: Yeah, we it's we've always done uh, Christmas Eve with my parents, and even when I was a little kid, Christmas Eve we had with one aunt and uncle who had kids. I have two cousins that were, were all my sisters' ages, a little younger than me. And we always got to open the gifts from them. Mm-hmm. You know, our little gift exchange. And then when we got home, we got to open one gift from Santa. And then, you know, my parents always made ah. sure it wasn't a big gift, you know. Uh, one gift on christmas eve. <laughs> no, and, not that one.
1: Yeah, that exactly.
0: One. And then christmas morning for everything else. Now with our kids, we do christmas eve with my parents so they open up whatever my parents get them christmas ah. eve. And then when they get home they go to bed. Nice. <laughs> and they nice. do christmas yep. morning. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> when I was growing up it was uh <laughs> opening presents was like a long process on christmas morning because it was like Oh uh, yeah. my dad would have to finish his coffee. Yeah. Finish a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> so my brother and I are just, you know, we're six and eight and we're just like, Come on. Yeah. Come on. No, 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 I'm finishing my coffee. Sip.
0: Yeah. Sip. And it's you know, <laughs> you you get it as a parent now because yeah. it's fun to torture. My my kids get the uh, they get to wait, too, but it's always wait upstairs because I'm setting up lights in the living room <laughs> so I can get photos that aren't crappy light because it's dark out still. You're up too early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. You're, yeah. I'll leave it to the photographer. Yeah, yeah. That's, Poor kids. There you go. I
0: mean, I I literally painted my walls in the living room. I made sure when we repainted they were, like, gray and off, off like, just barely white. Um shades of that because when i bounce light off of them for christmas morning and things like that i wanted to make sure it was no goofy color casts or anything sure. <laughs> i mean they look nice it's a you know nice clean you know white and, and gray look but that was my ulterior motive so nice another christmas gift question when it comes to big family get-togethers is there a place for the dice game or equivalents of
1: that Ooh, um yeah we're not dice players you get conversation and- uh controversial here <laughs> uh-oh um on my
0: wife's side it's cards, cards. all kinds of cards yeah yep. but i mean I, you know what i'm talking about though as far as dice game right like where, where you shake the dice and yeah pie plate goes around little, and you, you play a game to get your present
1: oh, oh, oh i'm sorry yeah yeah. Uh, yeah we've uh we do that on rachel's side for a few things but yeah um we just kind of go round robin with my family yeah i hate it <laughs> I, I hate
0: it with a passion
1: Sorry, family, family, if
0: if you're listening, you get offended. I, I do. I hate it because I feel like if you want to give someone a gift, give them a gift. If you don't want to or you can't afford it, that's okay, too. It's not about the gifts. you know. We're all getting together for dinner whatever else. But I don't want to play uh, a silly game where I have to go steal presents from someone else because I rolled a doubles.
1: <laughs> I, I hate that. Uh, we're oh, doing that it. exact thing tomorrow. I <laughs> hate it. Good luck. Oh, my wife's brother <laughs> just hates that game. <laughs> He sounds like I'd get along well with him. Probably would, yeah. I hate that uh, with a passion. It's, uh, I just enjoy watching everyone getting mad about stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's something in there I want. Oh, somebody took it. Yeah, I just, I, oh, I can't stand it. It's, it's not even about <laughs> the
0: gifts. I just hate the whole idea that I... If you want to play a game, let's play cards, let's play dice, let's play checkers, whatever you want to play, I don't care. But I the- don't want to compete for a present. I don't need a present that bad.
1: Let's <laughs> arm wrestle.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. No, I almost said a bad word. <laughs> it starts with a B. I was going to say, all right, Bs, line up. <laughs> no, but I the, the next two we already covered last week. We talked about the movies. It was going to be best Christmas movie of all time, best non-traditional Christmas movie. We'll skip that, but... I want to know, we talked about Hallmark movies, Christmas movies. Official opinion right now from you, should Hallmark make its own streaming service showing nothing but Christmas movies (laughs) all year long?
1: No. Your reason, please. Because that would suck and they would make no money.
0: False. They don't need to because they do it on their network as it is. (laughs) <laughs> Trick question. Man. <laughs> no. They, dang man. Hallmark. They start their Christmas movies in July, I think, and they're all the same movie. <laughs> I could go on a Hallmark rant. I won't. I know a lot of people love those movies, but
1: Hallmark rant.
0: Yeah, it's it's you know, it's just big city woman, no time for a family or career, you know, super <laughs> successful, goes back home to visit her parents in a small town and something happens and her car breaks down or whatnot and she's rescued by local local all around good guy who she thinks yeah. is a country hick and has no time for until she realizes she loves him and by the end of the movie 5 days later as christmas rolls around they're getting married
1: well yeah and there's usually and then a dog attacked by dinosaurs.
0: Yes, that would make every Hallmark movie better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. We That's just what came I came up had. with the best movie of we all did. time. We did. You know what it'd be fun sometime Hallmark twist. Yeah, what we should do sometime and, and we'll have to clue Jason into this. Just popped into my head. How fun would it be to basically take uh, an existing movie that that we all know, you know, something like I don't want I'm not talking like Star Wars, but take a movie and then basically uh, rewrite it. Like come up with our own story. Right, live on air, like let us let the story happen. Like make it a a segment we try out sometime,
1: or we just one of us starts a topic and then we we formulate a movie out of it, yeah. original. Let's do it, and then you record it. Well, t-
0: technically we're always recording it
1: no, no 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 no, you video you you create the movie oh oh
0: like i directed improved. <laughs> i see i thought i was like uh, the idea like i record i, I mean we're recording right now
1: <laughs> get out your tape deck and hit record Dave.
0: <laughs> wait i got a member to push
1: record and yes. the other button at the same time <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> oh awesome well i think it might be about that time it is it is Um, So before we put the lid on the soup, stick around, because afterwards we're going to have our unsigned music spotlight. Just like last week, we're actually going to have Jason intro this and talk about the band and the songs.
0: Thanks, Adam. Yep. This week's track is from a band called Lost in the Fog, and the title of the track is also Lost in the Fog. Now, they are an indie hipster pop group from Northern Ireland, and their debut album just dropped this year on June 22nd.
1: So definitely go check them
0: out at their Facebook page. Back to you, Adam.
1: So, um, <laughs> happy new year, everybody. The three of us at Digital Soup want to thank you guys for listening and to see more content, contact us or just interact with us in any way. Head on over to digital soup podcast.com. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you'd be so kind to us, we'd love it. If you would tell a friend or force a friend to listen for a podcast. Yep. Force them to listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and in addition, you know, it's a new year. You guys want to try new things? I would also suggest you go take a listen to Dave's podcast, Adventures in Creativity. That's a Digital Soup production, and Dave has all kinds of uh, guests on his show, great interviews, good conversations. One of the more recent ones he did was with uh, Casey Whalen from the We're Alive podcast. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. He's talking to artists, photographers, um, you name it. It's, it's a good show. So be sure to subscribe that one and support them over there. Uh, from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast to all of you, happy new year. Stay safe. Have an awesome week. We'll catch you next time. Take care,
0: guys. And Jason, I cannot believe how good your impression of Pee Wee Herman impersonating Christopher Walken doing the Mark Wahlberg. It's a Transformer. You nailed
1: it. <laughs> yeah, we should probably have that in here somewhere. Later, New Year's Gators. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs> Wow, it's a transformer. There's nothing worse than being afraid of all of the things that you cannot change of Cut off these ties Throw them away Open
0: the locks And wander outside Don't drown in the tears Your
1: misery cry Breathe in the peace That you were denied
0: over the hill, something will come, something will kill, if you cover your eyes, you won't disappear, running to hide, won't vanquish your fears, jumping out of the shadows of what's always here, drowning your mind in worries for all of your years, don't get lost in the fog, don't fall off the pier.